0: We're in talk mode Hey guys we're back for another episode of Dear Diary And on the last episode we talked about New Year's resolutions looking forward into 2022 And one of the resolutions we talked about there was with regards to your financial health in the coming year. And so in this episode, we're going to take a deep dive into financial health in 2022 and see what things you could do potentially to improve uh, your financial situation and leave yourself with a bit of spare cash at the end of the year or at the end of each month. So, essentially, there are four major things that we're going to look at uh, within this podcast. And first and foremost, we've got to start with budgeting now. I, like the next person, find it really, really hard to budget and then stick to that budget. In fact, that's a, this requires a correction. I find it really easy to create a budget, but I find it very hard to stick to that budget, and you know, this is the thing, life gets in the way, and things are thrown at you which require you to spend money that you wouldn't have planned on spending, but if you are able to budget in the months where nothing's thrown at you, you'll be left with that extra cash to be able to deal with the things that just come along that require money to be spent. So with regards to budgeting, I've recently been using an Excel spreadsheet, you know, uh, I, I put in my income and then I outline my bills, my essentially my needs, uh, you know, you, your utilities, your rent, uh, food, fuel, all of those kind of things. I would I would outline your needs first and put a figure against them. A lot of those figures are going to be set figures that you pay for example for your utilities normally you're paying a direct debit which will be for a set amount so those things will be really easy to identify and then you come to things like food which obviously you need but it really depends on you how much you budget for for food and whether you stick to that budget Um, for example if you are gonna cook home dinners seven days a week your budget is going to be a lot lower than someone who might be eating out three or four times a week if you're going to take lunch from home that's going to be uh, a lot cheaper than buying lunch out every day uh, so those are some things to consider when looking at creating a budget maybe using an excel spreadsheet and then furthermore then you would look at adding in your wants or the pleasures. Uh, so We're talking about subscription services and uh, nights out and, uh, I I don't know, whatever your hobby is to spend money on that. Uh, And these things are important too. They should also be factored into your budget. You should certainly make uh, room in your financial budget for the month to spend on things that you actually enjoy and are wants rather than needs. You should definitely do that, because it's a, that creates a healthy lifestyle. Um, and by doing that, and accounting for those things in a financial budget, you will uh, be more likely to stick to the budget, because you're already covering the things that you really enjoy doing. So I would look at creating a budget, uh, but make, making sure that it's balanced and realistic, Rather than just saying, oh, now I'm going to scrimp and save every single penny I can. Because more than likely, you're not going to stick to that budget then. By month two or three of the year, you're just going to fall off it and just be like, ah, forget it. And just spend however you want to. So create a budget, but ensure that it's balanced. Now, I mentioned Excel a couple of times there. You don't have to be a whiz on Excel and create a spreadsheet yourself there are a lot of templates available on the internet. If you just type in budget template, I'm sure you'll find some in. Or even within Excel itself, um, they have, you know, when you go to create create a new spreadsheet, they have templates there and they have some budget ones that you could edit to make it work for you. So those are the couple of things I'd look at in terms of budgeting. The other thing that I recently started using in the middle of uh, 2021 is uh, a Monzo card. Now, I've seen these cards before and I've never really been interested in it, but a friend turned me on to the Monzo card and it's really working out for me. So, what I tend to do every month is I have my budget and, uh, you know, that's, that's set as whatever it is. And then on top of that, within that budget, I set uh, a spending amount for me um, So this is money That I, I'll just have around uh, And that I can spend on things Ad hoc, you know, things I haven't budgeted for uh, Or if I'm just out And I want to, f- I feel like buying something Or I feel like getting some lunch Or whatever I, I will set an amount for that And let's, for, for the sake of an example Call that amount to £100 So what I'll do then is Move that £100 onto a Monzo card and I'll leave my other bank cards that won't carry anything else around. I'll just carry the Monzo card around. So essentially, my walking around money, if I'm gonna spend anything, it's gonna be from that Monzo card, from that £100 budget. The other cool thing about a Monzo card is, and you can do this with banks as well, bank cards as well, but I found it, I really like it on the Monzo card. Uh, you have the app. And every time you spend money uh, on the uh, on the card, it pops up on the app. And then, furthermore, you can do something called save the change. And essentially, I've got a pot where I'm like saving up for something. Uh, and every time I spend money on the Monzo card, uh, it'll round it up to the nearest pound and put that change into my savings pot. Uh, so essentially, uh, every time I spend money on the Monzo card, I'm saving a you know 20p here. 30p there and then that adds up over time uh which which is essentially saving towards something i want to do later on in the year and you could do that for saving for i don't know buying a video game or going on a trip or uh, anything really buying a new pair of trainers or whatever and you just that change is just piling up towards that goal whatever it is you can set the goal on the app for whatever you want that to be, and then name it, etc. So it's really, really cool, um, and I, I think everyone should have something along those lines set up for themselves. So that was step one. Step two is essentially just all about saving money. Now let's be honest, yeah. I'll be straight with you. I I go out. Uh, let's say I go to grocery shopping, and to be honest. I just pick up whatever I feel like buying it, it, I don't really give it much thought uh, You know, occasionally When money's tight I go in and I'm like, oh, I've got 30 quid This is this has got to be the weak shop But generally speaking like You know, item to item I don't really I look at the price So I look at if two items are next to each other If, if for example, if there's a A can of coke And then there's a bottle of coke I will look at The price difference there uh, and what I'm getting more or is a small packet of crisps and a big packet of crisps what I'm getting more value in Um, but really I never like say oh here a bottle of coke in uh, this grocery store is a pound and a bottle of coke in in the grocery store down the street is 50p I know that's never going to be the case but for example, like it's on offer or whatever, I never really do that, and I think that's something that we all should do, it's a buyer's market, things are getting more expensive by the day, so if we can compare prices across stores and online, we'll be able to find good deals for ourselves, and every, uh you know, 20p, 30p, 50p that we save, it just goes towards something else, so I really think that's something that I need to improve on and look at price comparisons uh, just across different uh, grocery stores or with anything really. I'm 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 using food as the example because that's something it's is universal. We all buy it, but really, you, even when you're looking to purchase, I don't know, a, a, a pair of trainers. How often do you? really compare the prices i think i tend to do it on more expensive items but really like when you are out on high street it's more impulsive you don't really do the comparison even though you know that it could be cheaper somewhere else it's just like well i'm already here and it's and it's in front of me and i like it so i just want to buy it so i really think that we need to come into a mindset of uh comparing prices across different um establishments and, and I, I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I mentioned that, oh, you go into a grocery store and I have like, oh, I've got £30. I've got to make this work uh, and uh, and uh, get enough food for the week. Now, that uh, doesn't happen very often. And, and it's normally more uh, a situation of, that's how much money I've got left till the end of the month and I need to make it last. And that's why I'm in that position. But what if that's something you imposed upon yourself? So we talked about how I've got the Monzo card and I put £100 on there. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's just my walking around spending money. But if, what if you did the same thing, but it is, you've put a set amount in there for when you're out shopping? So you're going for your grocery shop. You take 30 quid with you. That's it. That's the limit. If that's your budget. I'm just pulling out a figure out of thin air, but... If that's what it was, you'd take that £30 with you and that's it, that's your limit, that's all you've got with you in the store to spend. It does a couple of things, one, it makes you think twice when you're picking stuff up, you'd normally end up writing a list because, you know, you want to just get the stuff you need rather than just anything uh, and three, it kind of stops you doing them in impulse buys You know, sometimes you, you walk in, you walk into a store And when you get through that first aisle In the middle of the aisle They've got all these like offers our special offer Or yeah, we've got this great deal on where, You know, where you can pick up this I don't know, smart speaker for 20 quid Or whatever um, And a lot of the time you look at that And you'll be like Oh, you know what? I've been thinking about getting one of those It's a, it's a good deal Let me pick it up and you'll pick it up, but really, you didn't need it, you didn't, because you didn't budget for it, and you weren't planning on buying one, you've just been looking at it, and it's impulsive, and that's how they get sales, and that's how, you know, we spend money that we don't need to spend, and uh, there's another thing that I've done in the past is, I've bought stuff, and I'm like, ah, you know what, I'm here, I might as well pick it up, and I think about it when I get home, and if I don't want it, I'll just return it. And that return trip never happens. I never end up returning it. It's always like, ah, oh, it's here now. And, oh, yeah, I'll return it. And it sits by the door for a, for a couple of days. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going back there anytime soon. I'm not going to make a trip there just to return this item. And then you don't end up returning it. You just keep it. So, if you take a set amount of money with you, you're more... Likely to just walk out with what you need uh, And rather than Picking up things that you wouldn't normally Pick up or that were not On part of the plan In the budget on your list So that was step two and now it's all about Saving money Now let's talk a little bit about step three Which I, I'm talking about Vouchers and loyalty schemes Now We all sign up to Loyalty st- cards or club cards or nectar card or whatever the grocery store card or uh, other rewards cards for the shops we frequent at and uh, sometimes we just ignore them sometimes we sign up to them it just depends on how pushy the salesperson is for example i've got a club card tesco club card and I have it with me pretty much all the time because it's up on my phone. But if the if I'm not thinking about it and the person, the cashier doesn't ask, or I'm at self-checkout, I often forget to scan that. And that's just money we're leaving on the table. Because every time you spend money there, you earn points, and then eventually those points turn into vouchers. And yes, it's only pennies. And yes, it takes a while to have any amount of significant vouchers. But there are a lot of people that really stand by that and really religiously, every single shop they go into, they scan a rewards card and they collect points and they earn vouchers. And then they use those vouchers to purchase items that they've got the eye on. And I think it's important that we as consumers make the most of these benefits that these companies offer us. I used to work at a game, and uh, we, we, you know, we had a reward card system there. I've got a reward card right now. Occasionally, when I do shop at a game, you know, you earn points. And but there were people there that would come in, earn points, and then like literally buy a whole console just from the points. It that's how religiously they would make sure their card is scanned. When their friends are going, buying something They'd scan their card, whatever um, And I think it's important that you, you, We see, look at these examples Where people, there's people uh, I've heard Where they use club card vouchers To pay for the whole Christmas dinner For like 15 people Just because they saved them all year And they know that's the, you know That's the time of the year where it's a bit of a crunch time Money's tight And they're just going to use all of these vouchers in one shot Obviously, the vouchers have got to be within date and etc. But there are people like that who, who do those kind of things. So I'd say everyone should sign up to the loyalty cards for any shop that you frequent. You know, uh, for example, your corner shop is a Tesco Express. You should have a club card. Your corner shop is a co-op. I don't know if they do a reward card, but you should have it. If you're, you frequent Sainsbury's for your uh, everyday shop or every week shop even... We shall an card, collect the points where you can, hundred percent. And then we we mentioned vouchers when we're talking about collecting points, but a lot of a lot of us shop online, and sometimes we're not signed up to uh, the various different reward schemes or whatever. And even if you are, you collect the points, that's fine. But we don't look for discounts. There are websites dedicated to voucher codes you should check them out you know often you find vouchers where you you, you'll save like 10 percent, or you'll save on delivery costs or whatever and every single person should have something along the lines of honey installed on the web browser it just makes sense it doesn't even take any effort it just does this thing. You click checkout, and it's gonna try and find something. Now, often it doesn't doesn't find you any voucher. That's fine. At least at least you had a look, because the the one in fifteen times where it does find the voucher, you're gonna save a good amount of money. It's just the way it works. Is and along with that, cashback offers. Um, some of the banks that we bank with offer cashback. Uh, so if you have a look in your banking app, you'll see uh, under your account, it'll say something along the lines of cashback offers or or some sort of rewards or whatever. And uh, sometimes I look at them and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to shop at this shop that they're offering cashback 5% at. But just activate them all. It's not costing you anything to do that. Activate them all. And then randomly, you might just receive some cashback. And you happen to shop somewhere so for example um i didn't even know i just activated everything completely forgot about it all set up a new sky account because i was renew i was due for my renewal and i got like 40 quid cashback N- not money i was expecting but it was nice to receive it because i, I happened to have a cashback offer on sky so it's really cool and it's something that we should all do i know we have a look at some stuff online where, you like, you know, you purchase something and then a pop-up comes up saying, oh, you could get cash back on this. And yeah, I'm going to admit, I don't click on those things because how, how many times out of 10 is it a scam? Um, but within your bank, it's something you can trust. They have your money anyway. So might as well sign up to cashback offers, reward schemes, etc. So that was step three, and I kind of ranted a bit there, but I feel like it's important to take note. And then finally, step four. Step four is the hardest step. And that's where you talk about limiting the luxuries and cutting the crap. Now, look, I'll be honest, man. 2021, I kept telling myself every single month, oh, yeah, you know what? I want to limit limit the shit I do this month, you know, I want to save a bit of money, and I cannot tell you how many times I deleted and reinstalled apps like Uber Eats or Deliveroo, the truth is, we spend an insane amount of money on those kind of things, we just do, okay, and I recently, um, I was looking at my Uber Eats, I I, I spent so much money on that. But the stupid thing is, there's a takeaway maybe half a mile away from the house. Yeah, from wherever I live. And it would take me 15 minutes to walk there. And instead, I'd go and use Uber Eats. And the price difference is crazy. Because on Uber Eats... My meal would cost me 15 quid, including delivery. And on if I actually walked out there for 15 minutes and went to the store, it'd be like seven quid, eight quid maybe. And it's ridiculous how much extra money is coming out of our accounts for the convenience. Now, don't get me wrong, some people live busy lives and it's just convenient for things to be delivered to your door and it's easy and it's cold outside and it's raining and you don't want to walk and whatever. But if you're serious about saving some money and serious about you know improving your financial health and your physical health for them talking about takeaways you've got to cut the crap. You just got to do it. So although the apps like Uber Eats and Deliveroo are brilliant and they provide you with so many options My recommendation is to delete apps like that. And if you really, really want a takeaway, well, you go out and get it. Simple as. If you really want it, you just go out and get it. Better yet, you might just decide to cook something at home, bang something in the oven, and save like five, six quid in the process. It's something worth considering. The second thing you look at is stuff like subscription services. That's where a lot of my money goes, yeah. Sometimes I'm signed up to Prime, uh some sports crap, Sky Sports or whatever, uh, uh BT Sport, Netflix, Now TV, Disney Plus. Look, we consume a lot of content now, um and binge watch a lot of things. But are we using all them apps at once? And the real answer is no. Okay, no one needs that many options on top of YouTube and just other BBC iPlayer and stuff that's free anyway. So, there's two options here. One, which is what I tend to do, is I tend to flick between them. So, uh, I'll have one constant one, like Netflix, for example. And then, for example, right now the expanse is out, so I've got Prime. Uh, and you know n- let's say next month something comes out on disney plus well i'll cancel prime and move to disney plus and then something comes out and i want to watch it on our tv i'll cancel disney plus and move on to that and i'll just flip between them because at the end of the day they are monthly subscriptions there is no minimum term uh so it's worth just flicking through it. Now, stuff like Now TV, which is what, what's really good about them is when you do try to cancel, they try and hold you. Um So they're always offering you offers. Ah, if you stay with us for the next three months, we'll do it three quid a month. It's freaking six pounds saving a month. Take it. You know, if you really want it, that is. If you don't want it, well, you're going to save that extra three quid a month as well. It's Matter of choice. The other option with that is to share your subscriptions with friends. So let's say I pay for Netflix and then I'll tell my sister to pay for Prime and then I'll tell my dad to pay for freaking Disney Plus or my friend to pay for Disney Plus and then someone else will pay for now TV and then we all just share the passwords between us. I don't go with this option but a lot of people do and it works for them. So that's another option there to save a bit of money. Now look, we covered four different uh steps here. So we talked about budgeting, we talked about saving money by like comparing prices and stuff. So shopping cleverer. Uh don't know if that's right, but you know, shopping clever. Um we talked about vouchers and loyalty schemes. And finally, we talked about limiting luxuries and cutting the crap out of your expenditure every month. And those are a few steps. You know, those are only four steps. And none of them are groundbreaking. None of them are going to turn you into a millionaire in the next year. But they might leave you with that extra 50, 100 quid at the end of the month. And I think that'll make all the difference in the world. Because a lot of us say, as I mentioned right at the beginning of the podcast, that sometimes life just throws shit at you and no matter how much you try and be good with your money, you just can't help it. Things happen and, you know, all budgets are out the window. Well, if you take these four steps, often when life does throw things at you, you'll have the financial capability to deal with it comfortably and calmly without having to take out any unnecessary debt or borrow money of someone else or, or just struggle financially and have to limit the things that you actually need or get behind on your bills, etc. You know, this is the way forward. I truly believe that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode it did it was a little preachy i'm not gonna lie but i really think that i could make a difference and i hope that someone somewhere takes something from this and you know what if you guys want to discuss this further or whatever you'll contact me on instagram twitter uh, by email All the links to all my socials and stuff are all in the description of this podcast. And, you know, thank you very much for listening. Uh, And if this is of any help to you, then share it with someone else. And it might be of some help to them. This was an episode focused on financial health in 2022. Hopefully... On the next episode, we'll talk about physical health in 2022. My name's Wahab. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Goodbye.